Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I did mention that we are going to be talking about parental domestic violence. Somebody sent it in Texas. Hi, Niall. Thank you for discussing parental domestic violence in your show. My 14-year-old hits me and uh, my husband all the time. He's a good child, but he has anger issues. He's given us, he, he's given me a black eye, but I don't have the heart to do anything about it. Uh, please discuss it on your show. Now, we are discussing it on the show because more parents are seeking help with abusive children from a confidential national helpline para, uh, parent line uh, than ever before, according to the charity CEO. Aileen Hickey said more than 6,000 children uh, were made, uh, or calls were made to its helplines in 2021 at a 47% increase from the previous year. And Aileen joins me on the line. Aileen Hickey, CEO of Parentline. Good afternoon to you, Aileen. Good afternoon. How are you? Aileen, that's a kind of typical thing, that person who just texted in, because I mentioned earlier on I would be talking to you, and somebody texted in to say their 14-year-old hits them all the time. I mean, that it's tragic to hear that's happening in a home, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But actually, you know, it, it's very typical. I mean, first of all, you know, the fact that it's a boy that that, um, that, that lady was mentioning, uh, a boy of 14, that would be very much um, where it's at. So basically... You know, we've had a 47% increase across the board in calls to the helpline from parents who are having issues in relation to their children. Now, that's in relation to children of all ages and all issues from, you know, postnatal depression, you know, right through the gamut. But the area where the most significant spike was, was in relation to child-to-parent violence. And that, I suppose, so th- those calls, the issues that they're, that, they're, that they're ringing about are in relation to anger from their, child, their children, aggression from their children and abusive behaviours from their children. Now, I will always say this. That lady said she, she'd been given uh, a black eye by her son. Not every call, when we say child-to-parent violence or child-to-parent abuse, not every call means that it is the 16-year-old young fella throwing his mother up against the fridge door every night of the week. The, the, the abusive behaviours you know, will also cover things like verbal, verbal abuse, Psychological abuse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychological abuse, manipulation, um, you know, school refusal, controlling behaviours. I mean, so, you know, again, like... I'm I'm curious, Aileen, sorry for interrupting you, but when you've got a 14-year-old son or daughter, for that matter, I mean, how can they have controlling behaviour on their parents? I'm... I'm not understanding that, and maybe you could explain that a bit better or give me some examples of how that happens. Well, controlling behaviour can be literally, I mean, school refusal is a controlling behaviour. I mean, you know, it's very difficult, you know, to get a child, you know, when they're six or seven, you can bring them you know, to yeah. the school you know, by the hand. You're not going to be able to drag your 16-year-old young fella down to the school gates and get him through the school gates, you know, mm-hmm. you know particularly because, you know, they can be bigger than you or they can refuse to So in other words, the they're making their own rules. Down. Yes, they're making their yeah, own yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So they're making their own rules. You know, that's controlling behaviour. So, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, I keep saying this, I suppose, you know, domestic violence, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the kind of, the, the, the image of domestic violence is partner to partner violence in, you know, in the domestic yes. setting. And, and obviously, that's what it more often than not is. But, you know, child to parent violence is the unspoken side of domestic violence because domestic violence is any violence that takes place in a domestic setting. So a child to parent uh, violence in domestic setting also constitutes domestic violence. The thing about child to parent parent violence is that, like I suppose, like all domestic violence, is that it brings a huge amount of shame um, and a sense of powerlessness and a sense of. And is that uh, why it goes so, unreported so much? Well, because yes. because people yeah, because don't want to make their little Johnny out or Mary out to be a bad child. 
No, they don't because, you know, so they, they, they try, you know, it's not something that they're going to be discussing at, you know, the next family gathering or at the school gates or with their neighbours or in the mm-hmm. other thing. You know, they, they, they're, they're embarrassed. At, you know, they never expected to see this coming down the track. They're embarrassed and, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're ashamed of their child's behaviour, even though, you know, it's not, it's not their fault. But um, there is a huge sense of shame and, and powerlessness. But at the same time, you know, there is more reporting of it, or we're yes. seeing more reporting And why, why do you think there's happened. been an increase? Why do you think there's been an increase? Has the pandemic had anything to do with that? Because people are all stuck in the same house together at some points with lockdowns and what have you. So has that had an increase or an effect on it? Well, I suppose we can only, I mean, you know, we, we, we report on what we get, but we would be, what we think is that the pandemic, you know, the pandemic's made parenting more challenging than ever across the board. Of course, you know, yeah parents and families being forced to spend, you know, a great amount of time together in close proximity. And that can be difficult, you know, at all levels. And there was also a lot of uh, uncertainty in relation to school and education and the leaving cert. Uh, then there's parents trying to work from home. So, you know, it brought it did bring a lot of, you know, families to breaking point. And um, I, I, I also actually on that, you know, um, you know, we're, we're discussing there, you know, child to parent violence. When we say child to parent violence, you know, most of our calls would be in relation to um, children aged between 13 to 17 who are and the violent behaviours are generally exhibited uh, more so at the at the mother than the father. But it, it, it but it doesn't stop there. So we would also get a significant amount of calls about adult children, eighteen plus, who are also exhibiting the same behaviours. Again, because of the difficulties with you know rent and with children living at home for longer and with adult children moving back into the family home. So, you know, that can also... Mm-hmm. And I suppose know, they can also be violent towards their siblings as well, which is all part well, of the problem. 100%, yeah. and, and, and they often are. So, you know, often in the call, while they're reporting abusive behaviours being directed at the parent, they will also say that, they, you know, that, that they're fearful of the behaviours that are being directed at their siblings. And, and actually, ultimately, I suppose, you know, I just said it there, the key word is fearful. So, you know, what constitutes child-to-parent violence is where ultimately the child, the parent ends up afraid of their own child in their own home. And that's not something that any parent likes to think about and contemplate or think is going to happen to them in the future. Yeah, you know, it is. Um, So what we have is, uh, you know, well, obviously we're we're a listening service, first of all. Now, we also have um, a thing called the Nonviolent Resistance Programme. About half of our volunteers are trained in delivery of the Nonviolent Resistance Programme. It's a specific one-to-one program that, that we put in place. It's a, it takes a, kind of a one-hour phone call once a week for eight weeks or, you know, could, it could last a bit longer. Well, but that it, will it only also, work, I suppose, if you had the cooperation of the child. Well, well, it's only, yeah. well it, it, actually, it doesn't need the cooperation of the child, actually, at all, because we don't work with okay. the children. Oh, okay. what, what it actually needs, the only thing that it requires is a commitment from the parent that they want to do it, because ultimately it's all about changing the parent's reaction or response uh, that's what I was going to come to next. Sorry, Aileen. Yeah. But, but what happens if, you know, uh, a mom turns around to you and she says, my 14-year-old, who's a foot taller than me, is constantly pushing me against the fridge. He head-butted me the other day. I- is there a protection system there? Firstly, obviously, he's under the age of 18. But in saying that, can a parent, for example, get a protection order against a child? Uh, if it's continuous and, and it's just not stopping or the child has anger issues or serious anger issues, can they get a protection order as they would with a partner? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know the full answer to that question. I mean, I think, you know, I think a lot, a lot of the calls that we would get, parents have, the Cardi have been called to, to the family yes. home, depending on the level of violence. And mm-hmm. I know the community Gardaí 
are exceptional in dealing with juveniles, you know, in, in, in this type of area. Um, parents obviously are very reluctant, obviously, to call in the guards and, you know, and, and they're always nervous of what will happen to their family, whether their family is self-destructive, they bring in outsiders to have a look at what's going on, you know, in the family home. So a lot of parents will struggle to deal with the conflict themselves. As I say, what, what we try to do is try and get the parent to de-escalate the behaviours by changing their own behaviour pattern um, and then that in turn, you know, brings about a change in the behaviour that the, ch- that the child is is exhibiting. So it's all about kind of trying to stop pouring, you know, yes. oil onto the fire kind of thing rather than, course, you know, yeah, yeah. Trying, trying to make things worse. And we've had, now the, the only thing about the non-violent resistance programme that I've mentioned there is that we've had a waiting list now since 2020 because no matter how many of our volunteers get trained up on it and we train further and, and more volunteers all the time in delivering the non-violent resistance programme, we can't keep up because that's, what the demand is. The demand went up fivefold. The demand is obviously huge, yes, of course. Yeah, and, and continues to stay at that level. So, you know, we try and, you know, work as hard to put as many programmes in place as we possibly can. But, you know, and we need what, the demand. So for, for listeners listening today who may be in a situation like that, uh, you know, be they mams or dads or whatever they happen to be, and they have a son or a daughter who's constantly either verbally abusing them or emotionally abusing them or whatever it happens to be, what advice would you give them? I mean, this woman who sent in the message knowing that you were coming on today, by the way, uh, and knowing that we were going to be talking about it, says she doesn't have the heart to do about anything, do, do anything about it in the future. So, in other words, she doesn't have the heart to go to the guards. He's already given her a black eye and he's obviously given the husband a bit of a box every now and again too because he's abusing both of them. So, obviously, you know, the, both of them are not able to handle this child um, at 14 years of age. So, so, what's the next step for them if they can't, if they can't contain this child's anger on a regular basis and he's hitting them? I mean, where do you go from there? Well, again, you know, I mean, we're not the only organisation that provides support, um, and you know, through through our, our, our helpline and through our nonviolent resistance programme. You know, if they if they you know if they talk to two large social services, there are a lot of support out there for parents, and you know, they don't you know they're not all kind of you know the big bad boogeyman. So you know that again, like everything, you know, the sooner you ask for help. You know, the, the the more that's the only way that you're actually going to yeah. get offers to help. But you know, I mean, if, you know, for any parent out there that is struggling with this type of child-to-parent violence, if they do want to ring Parentline, uh, you know, our lines are open from ten in the morning to nine in the evening. If they ring Parentline, you know, we would certainly work to support them as quickly as possible. You know, to try and help to de-escalate the situation, to try and stop a bad situation from developing into something worse. Um, if, if you look at if any parent wants to look at the Parentine website, they will see the support that we offer. Okay. You know, in response to this type of very now, I'm not going to tell you that everything we do, uh, you know, is like a magic bean or a magic wand, or that we're going to be able to stop or to fix every situation or even any situation. But we certainly offer as much support as we possibly can. Okay, that number, by the way, if anyone wants to ring Parentline, it's a Dublin number. It's 01 or eight seven double. I'm something. How you word is this? Probably the best way. Eight seven double three five hundred. That's eight seven double three five hundred. It's a Dublin number no one. Okay, so it's eight seven double three five hundred. Listen, thank you very much indeed for raising awareness of that. I think it's an interesting point. I'm sure we're going to get a lot of reaction to it as well. Aileen Hickey, CEO of Parentline. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Oh one eight seven double three five hundred is the number. If you are a parent and you are afraid of your own child, uh, and I know some people think to themselves, "Ah, stop now." It happens. It happens quite a lot. It happens more than you could possibly imagine. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.